0: Good morning and welcome to this week's serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies and merchandise. My name is Schnitt. My name is Kate. Hi guys, welcome back. I know we're finally back. I'm so happy.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's been like a month.
0: Literally. (laughs) I, I was going through and collecting all of the various guest star Tuesdays and there was four. Wow. It feels like it's been ages. It has been ages. It has
1: been because we were doing them every two weeks, but then the last one we actually recorded the week before, like the week before before it was supposed to go out. Rather than, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we, it just, it was like three, it was like a three week gap instead of like a two week gap. But then we also had that time where you just couldn't record again for a full week, and it just, they all just popped and help me
0: do it. But we're back, and we are, we're here. And I have no other work travel planned. And even if I would, it would have been would have been cancelled anyways so we're for the foreseeable future we're here we're doing it yep happy days as long as the loose doesn't break i'm all hey <laughs> so how have you been kate i'm pretty good you I dyed your hair pink dyed my hair pink
1: finished all my driving lessons I've done loads wow yeah amazing just, life's just moving on
0: <laughs> nice yeah as it does yeah you know <laughs> well yeah sometimes life gets stuck <laughs> well this is true um how are you? grand i've as I said, finally finished doing travel for work in the space of time that we've not been recording. I've been to London twice and also Norway for a week.
1: Yeah, how was so that? It was fine. It was lovely. You really liked Norway, didn't you?
0: I did. The only issue is, um, the only vegetarian options they tended to have were either a veggie burger or a margarita pizza. Now don't get me wrong, I enjoy both those options, but when you're there for a full six days, it gets a little monotonous. What is I don't know, but it does sound totally normal. Okay. So
1: um, Yeah, but I remember that when you landed in Norway, I think you were in Norway no less than like an hour, and you texted me and you were like, I fucking
0: love Norway.
1: It's <laughs> so, like, I was like, haven't you just landed? And you were like,
0: yes. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know if any of you have been to Norway or if you plan to go to Norway, but it's just so easy to navigate. <laughs> like, I was off my plane, I got my bag, and I walked over, it was like, trains and i was like i need to get a train so i'm gonna go where it says trains there was a lovely lady standing there and i was like this is where i need to go to she was like oh yeah she was like now i'm with the express train which is more expensive or there's a regional train i can bring you over to the regional train if you would like or you can get the express train and i was like i'm not paying for it book me a ticket (laughs) so (laughs) she took my phone she looked at where I was going. She did the whole thing for me. All I had to do was boop my card. Mm-hmm. So clearly it was under 30 euro. Because oh, yeah. otherwise it wouldn't have booped. Mm-hmm. So that was fine. And then I was going to get on my train. Fun fact. Kids don't pay for trains in Norway. Or at least didn't even pay for the express train. So there was like a little like troll bridge for them to go under. And it was just. The cutest thing. Because it was just like all the like entrances for like adults to scan their tickets. And then just a little troll bridge for kids to go under. Wow. And it was just too cute. That's adorable. And there were so many doggos. And I saw no snow. Is that good or bad? I really wanted to see. Like I was in Norway. Oh, okay. At the Check end of it. February. And I was like, oh yes, yeah, no, Like it was minus like 11. You were in frozen land. I was. I saw nothing frozen though. Oh. Well actually, no, the only frozen thing I saw was in Amsterdam airport on the way home.
1: Oh, that's not the same at all. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no it's not it's nice to know that they haven't like over embraced the movie or anything to be like hey this is where frozen
0: comes from no it was mentioned a couple times with like people's kids who really liked frozen and especially when certain people found out that i'd worked for disney they were like oh yeah frozen (laughs) so did you know norway (laughs) But um yeah it was cool. And then I booked a Disney trip. Finally. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. finally. So I'm going at the start of September with Mel. She's gonna make me go on Terror Terror Kate. Well, what can I say? It's the best ride there. <laughs> she's she's <laughs> gonna make me I've I've told her I will only go on it once. Once. That that's my limit. So you had one drop rule. Yeah. I just hope we don't get whatever one is the scarier one. Two? Did you say two is the scarier one? That would probably so long ago I Just <laughs>
1: You can go back and re-listen to that episode.
0: <laughs> I should. I really should. I'll go back and like mentally prepare myself and just listen to you tonight or not about it. Um, but yeah, she's going to make me go on Terror of Terror. But we got Sky Lodge, which I'm very excited about. Yeah, sounds good.
1: Um,
0: and you're going for Jungle Book Jive. Yes. I wanted, that's not the season, that's the name of the parade, but you know what I mean. Lion King and Jungle <laughs> Festival, Um, which we will speak a little bit about that during the news. But yeah, I mean, I don't plan on going to the indoor show because I cannot be arsed waiting hours to go see it because I'm going at a weekend. Yeah. And I've never been to Disney at a weekend. Busy. And I'm not looking forward to it. So I don't plan on going to that show because I just can't be arsed waiting. I don't know. I'll do the the castle stage show because that looks really fun. Oh yeah, but that one's fine to see like with the like little powdery fireworks and I reached out to Disney so if you guys remember way back when when we stayed in Newport Bay we had a lot of issues go listen to that episode if you want but as a gesture of goodwill Disney gave each of us two premium meal vouchers that were valid for a year now when I'm going is literally exactly two weeks out from that year so I emailed Disney and I was like oh hey <laughs> I was like, "This is my reservation number. This is where I'm staying. This is when I'll be there. Is there any chance you'll extend them?" And she was like, "Oh yeah, not a problem." Like was back to me within an hour and was like, "Yep, yeah, not a problem." So that was great. Like, Sweet. Where are you guys going? I don't know. I don't know. I've promised Brexny that we won't go to Shea Remy because I think he'd be a little bit devastated if we went because he loved Shea Remy. Right. Okay. So I've told him that I won't go with Mel, but. I, my annual pass expires and I haven't fully decided if I'm going to re-renew or not, but it expires at the end of February, 2020. So we're going to go for... This February. 2021. Sorry. Right. I was like, what? I was like, good. that's gone, Sinead. We're in no. March. <laughs> 2021. So we're going to go for Breffney's birthday next year. Next year. And we'll do share Remy then.
1: That sounds good.
0: But yeah, I don't know. I'm like, do I want to do a character meal? Do I want to do California Grill? I do say... Will like, Waltz be open? Yeah. I
1: don't know. Like, I know I talked about the last time... The last time we went? The only time we went. Um, California Grill was bloody amazing. Yeah. Um, But I can't stand for their vegetarian options. I feel like how yeah. tasty they are. I'm going to assume they're quite good because everything that we saw came come out was fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe that's one of those things you just got to sort of googly-goog and yeah. you know, try and find some videos
0: on. There is a part of me that is you tickled at the thought of Mel at a character meal though
1: yeah I also wondered that I was like
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like are you gonna torture her <laughs> it was like for, for context um Mel has been one of my best friends for nearly 10 years it'll be 10 years next year we worked this out not that long ago and Mel likes Disney and she likes Disney parks but to her they're amusement parks they're not Disney parks if that makes sense so I I've never seen her encounter a character cuz when we went to Disneyland we didn't do characters. Mm-hmm. So I I'm really intrigued. Part of me really wants to go get teenies and then go into adventures. Oh yeah, good, and good. Be like vaguely buzzed. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. We'll Very see. Funny. I haven't fully decided yet. She doesn't care either way. She's happy for me to just book whatever. So, ah, maybe. Either
1: way it's free. <laughs> So happy days. Um, yeah. Sounds good. I have no trips booked and will not have any trips booked, but I was really close to booking a trip to Disney World. (laughs) I was this close to booking a trip for next January because January is like a really cheap time to go. Yeah. I assume because of like weather. And I was like, wow, we could go for like under two grand each. I was like, absolutely. Let's do it. It's so expensive. I was like, let's go. Including flights. Yeah. But no meal
0: plan. But I don't think we need need a meal plan because I don't actually think we need all the food on a meal plan. I just like the idea of the dining plan. I mean, I've done the dining plan and I like it because your food's paid for before you go. Yeah, no, fair, yeah, yeah. But I have heard a rumour, was it on the Theme Park Trader podcast? I think, I think Ryan was saying that it's looking like, so normally if you're booking from the UK and Ireland, most hotels give you a free dining plan, even if it's just free breakfast from the values. okay, yeah traditionally they've always chucked in a meal, pl- a meal plan with it. So if you're staying in a value, you get breakfast. If you're staying in a moderate, you get the quick service dining. And if you stay at a deluxe, you get, not the deluxe dining plan, because that, that one's obscene. No, that's I'm, like a table service for, for every, every meal. For every night. It's for every meal, three meals a day. That's too much. Like, no one's going to eat that much. No one time for that. <laughs> but it's whatever one is in between. I think it's just the regular dining plan. That's not the quick service one. It's the one where you get a table service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're saying in a deluxe. deluxe. But this year they would kind of scaled it back. I think they thought it was going to be a lot busier. Because of Galaxy's Edge. And everything else opening. But obviously now. Especially with coronavirus. And Brexit. And all this various stuff that is happening. They're not getting a lot of bookings. So it seems that Dining Plan. Is potentially on the cards for 2021.
1: Yeah because when I went so to. Maybe. When I went to go. When I went to go book. When I was looking at the prices for disney world for next year Um, i just picked the cheapest hotel because i was like what yeah. i just want to get there i was like i don't care where i stay was it sports or music it was music <laughs> um and i was like i don't care but there was like no like m- like food options whatsoever
0: yeah
1: <clears throat> they were like you could pay for one do you want to add one and i was like no 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 right now thanks <laughs> um
0: yeah. the thing that
1: gets me about disney world is how expensive like the tickets are yeah because like you don't really realize like the majority of your money is being spent on tickets
0: oh it's extortionate
1: it's so crazy
0: although i did see on because you could get
1: the hotel for like eight hundred dollars for like seven nights for the two of us
0: yeah i was like that's not that bad i think it was natasha from ears ever after someone she was posting about how her annual pass for Walt disney world runs out soon and someone was someone straight up asked well a lot of people ask for people that go regularly to Walt disney world from this side of the world being like how the hell do you afford to go so often and always stay on site.
1: Yeah. And she
0: says she booked her hotel and her tickets through attraction, attraction tickets direct, and they got a hotel for like eighty two dollars a night. Wow. Which is really not bad. On site.
1: Yeah. That's really good.
0: And I can't, I can't remember what hotel they stayed in last time, but I think it was a mo- it was a, a moderate, moderate maybe, which is really not bad. No, it's not bad at all. So maybe we need to check out there.
1: Yeah, maybe. Interesting. I know. I okay. I'll get there one day, ladies and gentlemen. Don't one, day. one day. One <laughs> day. One day more. <laughs>
0: So with us being away for so long and I feel like 10 million things have happened.
1: Yeah, like the one like the one period of time where we just like can't record just so much stuff has happened and we freaked out to each other about it over WhatsApp
0: and <laughs> vaguely put stuff up on the Instagram. Yeah, like when we had time it's just like there's just so many
1: emotions to convey that can't always be conveyed through Instagram stories (laughs) absolutely
0: so we decided that rather than kind of continue on with our Fantasyland deep dive that we will pause that for this week and potentially also next week because next week there may be another Tales of a Disney cast member episode coming up potentially we shall see if you have any other questions let us know on Instagram at Mickey Waffles Pod I nearly said Twitter (laughs) don't (laughs) message us
1: on Twitter nobody will get back to you
0: (laughs) I always feel bad. It's like an empty office room. <laughs> That's a place. <Twitter> yeah. <laughs> so, with that in mind, we should probably get on with the news. Hello. Um, future Editing Sinead here. Myself and Kate, for context, recorded this episode on Tuesday. And since then, a lot has happened in the world. So, just to give you a current update as to what is happening with Disney as of Saturday evening when I'm editing this. All of the Walt Disney World parks are closing. So at the minute, all of the parks in Asia are still remaining closed. The Disneyland Resort is currently closed. And Disneyland Paris had originally announced that it was going to close on March 16th. It has actually decided to close ahead of the weekend. So it is not in operation Today's Saturday or tomorrow Sunday. As for Walt Disney World, that currently is still open but will be closing on Monday. So Monday the 16th of March is a historical day because it's the first time in nearly 65 years that the world does not have a single Disney park open. So weird times. Also just wanted to mention that Disney Cruise Line has currently suspended pretty much all of their sailings as well but as for anybody that has a package with any of the Disney parks or anyone that has a package with Disney Cruise Line you they are giving you the opportunity to rebook and go to different time or I think they are also giving you the option of getting a refund. I'm not 100% certain on this so if you are unsure at all please contact Disney, contact your travel agent or contact your insurer but They are giving people the opportunity to rebook again. You won't be completely out of pocket because of this. Just for context, when it comes to definitely Disneyland Paris, because I received an email from them, but I think it is the same for Walt Disney World and also the Disneyland Resort. The length of time that the park is closed for, however many days that ends up being, at the minute they're saying they're closed through to the end of March, that time period will be added to your annual pass. So if you're an annual pass holder, if it ends up being closed for 15 days, you will have 15 additional days added on to your expiry date from, for your annual pass. It's not something I particularly cared about if I'm being completely honest. My main focus was that CAS were being kept safe, casts were being paid, which we've been told they are being paid. They were my main concerns because I wasn't going to be using my annual pass in that time anyways so yeah what I would recommend keep an eye out on the Disneyland Paris website as always keep an eye on DLP report they will be giving the most up-to-date information as to what is going on and yeah other than that I will leave in the discussion that me and Kate had because why not but that's all from future Sinead except for one thing wash your damn hands So, I suppose
1: the first thing that we have to talk about, because we couldn't talk about anything else until we got out of the way, is COVID-19 coronavirus, which is on the move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Obviously, COVID-19 has made its eventual spread from Wuhan. It has done its rounds in Asia and has now moved on to Europe. And most, most significantly than all, Italy, who now has a complete shutdown of their entire country. Yeah. And obviously what we're here to talk about today is coronavirus in relation to Disney
0: Yeah <laughs> So let's,
1: let's, take, let's take two worlds and smash them together <laughs> Yeah
0: So as you mentioned it obviously kind of had its main spread from Asia So all the Asian parks are still currently closed as of when we're recording this on the 10th, 10th of March It could be different. Um, I think they're looking into it day by day. I think the last thing I saw is that Shanghai is testing phasing opening, So I think their equivalent of Downtown Disney was opening for short periods of time. And I think the Disneyland Hotel over there is starting to take bookings. Right, okay. I don't know exactly when the park is going to reopen. They haven't announced that. But I think Tokyo is also due to open soon. Because I think they closed for... A couple of weeks to do a full deep clean of the park. I don't
1: think Japan has it as bad. As no, I don't think does. either. But I think that's due to just like how hygienic the Japanese are. They're just in general. Yeah,
0: like They're just very good. I I don't think it was. I don't think it was necessary. Like pressure from the government or anything that made it was just Tokyo closed. I think they like, were just like we gonna close. Yeah. We gonna clean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we are Japanese. This is what
0: we do. <laughs> yeah. So at the minute, all three Asian parks are closed. I haven't heard anything about Hong Kong Disney other than. There's a lot of people saying that it might not potentially reopen at all, which I really hope isn't the case. But we'll then see. then how
1: will we ever go to all the parks? if yeah. they start closing them before we can go to them. Exactly. That's what we're taking from this. <laughs> 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 Clearly, that's important. Exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> um. But yeah, then when you talk about stuff being a little bit closer to home, uh, there's obviously been a lot of talk about Disneyland Paris due to it being so close in <laughs> vicinity. Yeah. To Italy. And other European countries. So the biggest change that we've seen was actually today. Yeah. When they closed the princess pavilion. And they also removed all the princesses from auberge. And they also did not have any face characters meeting throughout the park.
0: Yeah. And they've announced that that will be the case. Kind of until further notice, basically.
1: Yeah. Which, mm, you can't be mad at it. Like, I I know people are mad at it. Yeah. But you can't be mad at it. Like, you don't want to put cast members you don't put anyone at risk like no. you don't want it to be like because obviously if you meet a face character you want to hug them because that's what you do you hug them yeah and you want it's like i don't know if it's a prince you like shake their hand or something like that yeah and you just don't want the risk of that close contact with something like covid19 on the rise there's also it meeting um at so they've all of the fur characters out any fur like nearly any fur character they have, they're putting out. Yeah. So in Oberge this morning it was um the Rat Pack. <laughs> <laughs> it was all the mice.
0: I have to I have to read out a tweet that I sent to Kate earlier. Where on earth is it?
1: So because the princesses were not um available to be in Auberge today they swapped out some of the princesses for some more well-known characters
0: yeah so i think it was in reply to an ed92 tweet where they were mentioning that the princesses have been taken out of oberge's one, and somebody with the username (laughs) underscore megan whitick underscore said aren't the princesses the whole point of oberge like what dot 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 who's gonna pay almost 80 euro per person for essentially a collection of mice (laughs) (laughs) and i don't know why that has tickled me so much but it really has
1: um, yeah, so they had Susie, Perla, Mickey and Minnie. Like, it was literally just the mice. So yeah, they did their best to react as quickly as they could. Due to the fact that Minnie then had to be in a burge, it meant that Cowboy Minnie wasn't available to meet in Frontierland. So they brought out Jessie instead. Yeah. And they were apparently extremely apologised.
0: The, the lovely Samantha, um, she was there this morning and she said that there was a manager out that went around to every guest and apologised profusely. So it's night nice. I mean, DLP doesn't do stuff like that.
1: No, BLP aren't nice
0: like that. DLP. B- but
1: bu- D- DLP aren't like They don't
0: generally care about DLP. They stuff don't really like know what manners are, like. So <sighs> the fact that there was actually a manager on site to address guests, because obviously people know that that's where Minnie meets. People were already queuing there and then all of a sudden Jessie comes out instead. So
1: Yeah, especially since she's like a relatively new character. Mm. I just came from nowhere as well. It was just like one morning it was like, wow, Kawa okay, well,
0: Mini, boom, cool. <laughs> Come on to her later. I'll have thoughts about her outfit.
1: Yeah, and then there's a couple of other things they've done as well. They have stopped the pre show for the Billy Bob animal um, cruelty show thing that they do. Yeah. Um they've also closed the dance boogie stage that they do in that club.
0: Yeah. Um <clears throat> Mickey and the Magician is now limited to nine hundred guests to stay in line with the French government guidelines. Oh yes,
1: because the French government have banned any public gatherings over a thousand people.
0: Yeah. Um, all single rider queues are closed I've no idea why but apparently that's the case attractions air conditioning is now pulling fresh air in consistently into inside queues and they're using disposable cutlery at all buffets which will kill the environment but will save the people
1: yeah it's really something completely off topic from Disney but extremely interesting just to do with COVID-19 it's the only non-Disney thing I'll talk about it's purely because of the whole environmental thing is that Starbucks and I think pretty much all other coffee chains have stopped accepting reusable cups yes. for sanitary reasons. And it's extremely interesting to see that when something like this happens, people have to decide where your line where is. Where the line is, because Starbucks have a sign up that's like. Due to um, health and safety, blah, blah, blah. We will temporarily be stopping the taking of, like, um, reusable cups. Um, but then at the bottom, it's like our stance on sustainability has not changed. Yeah. And that sort of stuff. And there's a Irish-owned coffee shop in and Kalaini. They're called Hatch. They're great. They can do, like, the best coffee. And they have, speci- because they've stopped taking reusable cups as well, and they are so sustainable. They were, like, they're, like, reusable cups all the way. They've stopped taking them for sanitary reasons, but they've specially bought compostable everything. Okay. So they've got compostable cups, lids, cutlery. Yeah. Everything. Um, but they've also not like let their like customer service down. So they always fill up everybody's water bottles because they're just like, yeah, you need water? Here's water. Yeah. So they've put out a massive big one of those, what are those things? Do you, know you have a massive big jug, but you can just like turn the tap and like fill it up yourself? Yeah. One of those things. Um, Because they're not using glasses or mugs or anything like that anymore. And they're just like, bring your water bottle and fill up your own water. And I thought that was a really good... Yeah. Like, obviously, it's a lot easier for... They only have one shop. So, it's a lot easier for them to come back to it. Yeah. But it's really interesting to see, like, when something like this happens. Like, a massive chain like Starbucks having to completely drop their stance on their environmental sustainability to be like, no, though. But, on the other side of that, do you know uh robin no you never worked with robin in the disney store uh girl called robin who i used to work with in disney she said that it was like the first day that they'd done it and she was putting up on her instagram stories and she went and they wouldn't take her cup but she was like the staff member she paid for her coffee in like change and so the staff member took her change counted it put it in the till and then proceeded to make her coffee without washing her hands yeah. And she was like, I don't understand. It was just, it's then just interesting to be like, it's really easy to say stop taking reasonable mugs, yeah. but also the whole change thing. It's just all very, it's, it's yeah. interesting and it's, it's mad. It's also yeah. mad.
0: Like me and Brettany were going to get coffee on Sunday, and I always bring my Keep Cup with me, and then we went into Starbucks, they had the sign, and I didn't think of it at the time. But a way around it, I suppose, would just be ask for it in a staying in Starbucks mug, mug. and then just transfer it into your other one and give them that mug back. I don't <laughs> see how that is necessarily any different. Mm. But it could be a workaround if you if you're like adamant that you don't want to use disposable cups. I totally get it. I didn't think about it at the time and I easily could have asked for it in a um drink it there mug, but um,
1: ceramic yeah, mug, I guess drink the- it there mug. <laughs> <laughs> drink it there that's, that's what they should call them. Would you like oh to take away or a, in a drink it here mug?
0: <laughs> Good grief.
1: Um, yeah, I suppose the only reason they're not taking them is because they put your cup in yeah, no the stuff um, but yeah But then I've seen a lot of coffee places who aren't using their um, sit down cups, they're only using their disposable ones.
0: Oh, interesting. So
1: I don't know. No, 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 but fair. Like It's just it's, all, it's so interesting. Everything's so interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's all we have to say about COVID 19. Um, so far in the Americas They've not really done that much
0: Yeah One thing just to note for Disney Cruise Line Because oh, obviously yeah. the big things that everybody is I kind was like
1: of, it's at sea don't you talk about it <laughs> the,
0: the main thing that people are apprehensive about is Air travel and then also cruises because there's been many many cruises that have then ended up quarantined just out at sea because they won't let people get off the boat.
1: I just it's not funny, but in my head that's just so funny. Like just a ship stay there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but anyways, so what Disney Cruise Line have done at the minute? So if you have a cruise between now and I will just say we are not experts about this. If you want more details on it, I would recommend going over to the Diz. They know Disney Cruise Line far better than we ever will. But if you have a cruise between now, and I think it's through the end of May at the minute, they could extend that afterwards. I don't know. And you can cancel up to 24 hours before your disembarkation. No, embarkation. Embarkation. My bad. Um, so between 24 hours before you go on your cruise, you can cancel and you can get 100% of the cost of your cruise. And then you have that available as long as you book a cruise within the next twelve months, yes. Yeah. So you're not fully losing out on your money. You can rebook onto another cruise within the next twelve months with your full one hundred percent that you've paid for your cruise, which is a really good guest service, I have to say. Yeah, it's
1: really good on behalf of Disney. Um, just what you what you genuinely expect from something like this, especially to do with the cruise. Yeah. Because you can't. There's no getting away from a cruise. Yeah. You're on. You're in the sea.
0: And then I suppose. The last thing, well, two things to note for Disneyland Paris. One, there was an article doing the rounds on Monday, basically, that was like, Disneyland cast member has confirmed to have the coronavirus, blah, blah, blah. Apparently, the actual, like, factual story is that this particular cast member was, again, this is all allegedly, I don't know this person, so I can tell you 100%. But apparently they were on annual leave. So they weren't actually currently working in Disney when it was confirmed that they had the coronavirus. So everyone that was panicking about it, urology, it's fine. Just such
1: unbelievable scaremongering because you can't issue a headline like that and not be like where he worked, what time he worked, whereabouts he worked. Like, it's just nonsense because I was like, I wouldn't because let's just say if I'd have read that article and I had a trip booked for the next day. I wouldn't like you would have been really hesitant to go because you would yeah. be like what what do you mean you're still open Big but he time. was living in the bloody park
0: like yeah ridiculous and then as we mentioned so the princess pavilion is closed princesses have been removed from a and all face characters are not available for meet and greets what Disney have done to compensate for the fact that the princesses are nowhere in the park is that they have added a cavalcade so from what I've seen online. It starts from Town Square, um, and then it goes it does a loop of Central Plaza down by the castle and then goes back up Main Street. Right, okay. Um and it's on the old float from Princess and Pirates. Six princesses come out at the minute from what I've seen it was Merida, I don't know if Moana was on it. Tiana was on it. Rapunzel? Belle, Rapunzel. Snow White. Snow White, and I think Ariel.
1: Yeah, maybe. I could
0: be wrong. They'll probably change it given what princesses are available on what days and stuff like that. Yeah, it's definitely... Subject to availability.
1: Yeah, like roster-wise, it's probably just the princesses that are meant to be in Obert and the pavilion. Just instead of them being there, they're just on the streets. Yeah.
0: So from what I've seen online, and again, this is probably going to be continuously subject to change. It's at half eleven half 12 and I think someone said half 4 so and then I think
1: it changed to 11.35 12.35 yeah and something 45 three, so 3.45 um
0: yeah keep an eye on DLP report they'll keep you up to date they usually have the most kind of frequent updates and again I always recommend if you are going to the park and if you want real-time updates, follow them on Twitter. Set up Twitter with notifications. You won't regret it.
1: To be honest, the last thing I'll say about COVID-19 is that what everyone's saying is that it's like an extremely fluid situation. Yeah. And things are changing literally every hour. So everything we've just said might be completely irrelevant by Saturday. So don't
0: add us. <laughs> no, absolutely not. And again, the whole main thing is to wash your damn hands. Wash your hands so just wash your hands i will say <laughs> and everyone's coming up with different songs that you can sing to make yeah. sure that you are washing I your like hands that people are like taking a bit of a lightheartedness to it so for context if you started to sing let it go you would get right to the the second set of let it goes and then you don't wash your hands
1: wow that's really quick yeah
0: so we'll share this on our instagram feed <laughs> Um, but the lovely girls from Chat Disney came up with this and I greatly appreciate having a Disney version of it.
1: Yeah, and no joke, if none of you have yet, watched the WHO video on how to wash your hands. 20 seconds. Yep. Yeah. It's actually extremely therapeutic to wash your hands exactly how the
0: WHO wants you to. Yeah. It's great. And that's it for COVID-19. Stop buying toilet roll and we move on. <laughs> well, stop buying excessive toilet oh, roll. Oh yeah, no,
1: keep buying toilet roll. Still buying
0: a toilet roll. <laughs> but don't buy enough to don't, last you three years. Don't be nasty. <laughs>
1: Just stop at it. Why do But days for days.
0: The days <laughs> for days. Good grief.
1: Anywho, moving on. <laughs> let's move on to the pins. Woo-hoo! So we have the March pins, considering like all things considered that DLP will still be open in March Oh god.
0: So we start with Again, sorry, before we get into the like oh, the details. There's not a lot of them. Not a lot I've of. That. Oh pins. pins. Oh. There's not a lot of variety shall we think. Uh,
1: yeah. It's a lot of the same but different. Yeah. So we start with Saturday the 7th of March. We have a lovely little, I want to to call them companions. A companion thing almost. Yeah. Companions slash animals. And they all have flowers. It's weird. They look like, do you remember that special designer one they had with all the flowers a couple of months ago? Yeah. It's like them but like, not them. Mm. Anywho, so we start with a little card holder of Tick and Tack or Chimandale for $5.99 That's one of the long ones with a zip So the long, the long ones are quite good, we find that Yeah um, Then you've got Bambi and Pumpa or Thumper uh, Real cute, they're, they're pooping noses
0: It's very cute it's adorable.
1: That's $7.99 Then you've got Raja with flowers He's looking very proper He is, He's very like, regal um, I'll tell you <laughs> uh, $7.99 Then you've got Simba with the flower around his head Seven ninety nine. I think they're all seven ninety nine. Well, I've done three out of them. I've done three okay. out of them. <laughs> they're all seven <$7.99. laughs> You've got Mushu with a flower. Just literally... The flower is looking huge.
0: Yeah, it's massive.
1: Then you've got Cheshire Cat looking cheesy with a bunch of flowers behind him.
0: Mm-hmm. And you've
1: got Pua. Oh, Pua's real cute. Pua's so cute. And Pua's flowers match the inside of his ears. Oh, yeah. Real cute. And then you have good old Pascal on Rapunzel's flower. They're like the flower of power, that's in the movie. You don't even know what it's called? It doesn't have a name. Oh,
0: I thought it had a name. No, it's just like, the flower. Oh. It's just like, a Mother Gothel stole the flower. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I thought it had a special name. No, I don't know. You learn something new every day. Then we move on to
1: the 14th of March, which is a Saturday as well. They're all Saturdays. Oh, mm. cool. So then we move on to the 14th of March, and here we are, ladies and gentlemen, it's St. Patrick's Day! <laughs>
0: Way we go! And, die three, try!
1: Nothing says St. Patrick's like chipmunks. because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're small. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so you have, is that chip? Yes, you've got chip on a pot of gold that I think says St. Patrick on it. Yeah. Which is 15.99. Oh, by the way, these are all uh, limited edition to 700 and you have to get them via Line Bertie, because obviously. Then there's a Clarice that is on a seal stand that says day, because why would they sell them together? <laughs> It literally just says day, so you have to buy both. Imagine just buying a pin a of Clarice that just says
0: day. I mean, she's pretty fab.
1: Oh yeah, she's got a rainbow behind her. She is one lucky gal. Like, she's also 15 99 Like if you took off these
0: four leaf clovers, not shamrocks, four leaf clovers. Yeah, yeah. If you took the clovers off, like that could easily be a pride pin. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> pride day. She's just been the ultimate queen.
1: And then you've got Dale in front of a four leaf clover that says 2020, and he's also just looked like a little did the II, and they're all $15.99. it's 700 Then, if we go to Saturday, the 21st of March, we've got uh, Marvel Season of Superheroes. <laughs> Who remembered that, that was a thing? Not me. So, they're pretty damn basic, they're nothing really exciting. Although, uh, Spider
0: Man has a really small chin.
1: Yeah, he's a bit out of proportion, isn't he? Yeah. So, it's an Iron Man and a Spider Man, they're both 7.99 dollars each. I do enjoy that they're called Pinsosh, oh. Pinsosh Iron Man, Pinsosh Spider-Man That's right I wonder what Sosh
0: means? Oh, no, season! Ah, there you go Is it season, season of something? I don't
1: know season of, see, Yeah, season of superheroes
0: Ah, there you go I'm so smart <laughs> Sosh
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm here for Sosh <laughs> Where's Iron Man? Uh, yeah, so there are those two pins, they're nothing amazingly special then on Saturday the 28th of March we have a pretty cute collection. Oh. You skipped Maleficent. Yeah I did. Sorry. I didn't realise because she was a lime I thought she was a different day. She's going to curse you. Let me go back. Uh, there is a lime exclusive pin for Maleficent which says print on 2020. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Anywho. She looks badass to be honest.
0: She does. She has her briars. Oh it's so pretty. It's probably a
1: pretty, pretty heavy pin as well. Anyway, she's to 700 and she's also 15.99. Yes. Then rewind and go back to the 28th of March where we have a pretty damn cute collection of animator pins. Yeah. Uh, They did already release a set of animator pins in the Disney stores that were blind bags. Oh, okay. So I find it interesting that they've also done them in the park. Anywho, they are all 7.99, so let's just run through them quite quickly. We've got Snow White with a... Deer. Deer? I was like, with a Bambi.
0: (laughs) Just just a deer. I, I was like, what's
1: that animal called? Got Snow White. Then we have um, Aurora with a bucket. Belle with some books. Cinderella with this huge slipper.
0: Yeah, it's like she robbed her mom's glass slipper. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's massive. Um, and some birds on her hand. You've got Rapunzel painting the sun, or a flower. About the same thing in that movie. You've got Look Ariel. Little Pascal. Oh yes. He's like. Look at him poking out behind her hair. He's like, ah. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> I'm here too.
1: Then you've got Ariel with Flounder and Ariel looks very shell-shocked. <laughs> i it shell-shocked. She does. She Ariel. Sh- sh- she shook. <laughs> then you've got tinkle and all sassy with the big dandelion for Clochette. I do love cl- Clochette. I think it's a great yeah. And then you've got Alice with a little kitty. Do
0: you remember what our kitty's called? No, am I supposed to? I th- we had it in a pub quiz oh. once. I think it's Darla or something like that. Mm. Let's leave it in the air. Yeah. <laughs> and then, if i'm wrong please, please tell me
1: <laughs> then there's also an animator's lanyard which is actually pretty cute um that's really cute is 99 and then there is Ellen. oh it has merida on it you can just about see her sorry oh yeah she's at the top i see too and then you've got the limited edition lineberry carousel princess pin and it is pocahontas on what is essentially maximus
0: pocahontas just doesn't suit this pin setup but
1: pocahontas was on horses in her movie yeah why have they put her on this kind of horse i don't know it
0: looks really tacky
1: yeah anyway she's limited to 759 that's it and they don't do the pin training events anymore so there's nothing on that
0: well and that's everything for the pins we tried (laughs) so we have another update about the disneyland paris railroad
1: this out. if we, I wish we had have started some sort of like. Music Paddy
0: Power definitely would have taken, given us the bet for this. Oh
1: yeah, they would. Patty Perry, would take a bet for anything. I know.
0: So, the Disneyland Paris railroad is getting pushed back again. Is anyone shocked? No, I don't no. think we are. So it is now <laughs> due to reopen on June twentieth, which is the same day the Lion King and Jungle Festival starts. Do we think it'll actually happen? I don't think so. I'll I believe it when I see it. I Don't think it's ever going to open. I'll I think believe.
1: They, I think they've sold that train.
0: <laughs> when when they, when I sent this screenshot to Kate, um, I mentioned to Brethney that it was closed, and he was like, "When was it last open?" And I was like, "When we were there." And he was like, "What?" <laughs> so it's not been open since two thousand and eighteen. Like horrific. What? Like that's, horrific. That's crazy. Yeah. In madness. my head,
1: we're nearly halfway through 2020.
0: Absolute madness. But anyways.
1: Moving on to something else that's mad. Uh, <laughs> oh, that the bad one, sorry. Uh, the Lion King and the Jungle Signature Pack is back this year for the Lion King and Jungle Festival. So uh, you can like have this as a little add-on hmm. when you go. So it is available from June 20th to September 11th. And it is €99 Euro per person.
0: If it's the same as last year, I think if you're booking it, everybody in your room... Has has to to have have it it. and you can only book it in if you're staying in a Disney hotel. I did watch a video though about it. Um if you are considering it, I'm not gonna do it when I'm there because I don't care enough about the festival. But on YouTube, Caffeine and Pixie Dust did it last year and she's done like a full in depth review about it and a comparison because they've changed the package slightly. Right. So you used to get like a drumming lesson, which they don't do, they're not doing this year, but they have increased the value of the voucher that you get. I right. don't know.
1: Yeah. So, um, well, I just give a quick rundown of what's in addition? Yeah. Just so the people know. Go for it. Uh, you get reserved seating at Rhythms of the Pride Lands, which is the show that Shanae was talking about that she's not going to go to. You also get a Jungle Book Jive mini meat. mini meat. You get oh, yeah. lunch with Mickey and Rafiki at a Matata. You get a souvenir mug and a special drink. And you also get a 20-year gift card. Happy days. Yep. This package can be added to a new or existing booking starting March 17th. Happy days.
0: But yeah, I mean, we've not done this, so we can only talk about it. But if you want to know more, I would recommend checking out Coffee and Picky, Pixie, Picky Dusts? Picky dust. Pixie Dust's Picky video. Because dust. <laughs> she, she went fully in-depth about it. And she has actual experience of it. But anyways, so other signature things that Disney have decided to bring out. So DLP are now offering Mickey's gift signature experience for 99 euro and Mickey's ultimate gift signature experience. These are really clunky names and that second one is 299 euro. Bookings start from February twenty seventh for arrivals between the third of April 2020 and the thirty first of March 2021. Shall I tell you what's in it? Yes. So on the cheaper package, mm-hmm. you get reserved seating for Stars on Parade. And in the deluxe package, you get Stars on Parade and Illuminations. So you get infinity pass holder benefits. we feel both of those things, right?
1: We can comment on those ones.
0: Yes. So next up you get on the basic pack, I'm saying basic. It's not basic, it's still an additional 99 euro. Not but it's just that. I'm I'm calling them basic and deluxe because <laughs> I can't remember their actual names. So on the basic, you get a special celebration dessert. A special cocktail in buffet restaurants of your choice and it says among a list so you can pick from a specific list of restaurants in the deluxe one you get a special celebration dessert a special cocktail and um, and then in any restaurant of your choice including Disney character meals so I'm assuming the basic one you ain't going to a character meal yeah you're going to just the buffets that aren't character ones which why would you do that Ew. in this next one I find hilarious so in the basic one, you get a 15 euro gift card and they're showing that you can buy an Mickey plush. Oh my God. Right, <laughs> And then, but with the deluxe one, you get a 25 five euro gift card and they're expecting with that 25 five euro gift card that you can still get the same Mickey plush, a pen, an autograph book, a pair of ears and a lanyard. Something's missing here, Kate. Someone's done their maths real wrong. I don't know where they're buying all this stuff for a tenner because it's not the digital as I've gone to. <laughs> I was looking at it and I was like, there is something wrong here.
1: I wonder because in my head I was like, oh maybe the one on the left is like a medium sized plush and the one on the right is a beanie, but that doesn't even make sense because you can't buy a medium sized plush for 15 euro. Beanies are 15 euro. Yeah. Ridiculous. Also, oh, um, why do you only get 25 euro gift cards?
0: With the 299 one.
1: I expect at least 50 to aid, like.
0: Well, we'll get to it in a minute. So with both of them you get fast pass, not fast pass, you get with both of them you get photo pass for the day. And then with the deluxe one, you get the ultimate fast pass unlimited. That's why it's so much more expensive.
1: Right.
0: so you get for any rides that have fast pass you can go on any of them as many times as you want mm, indeed, yeah. for an additional 300 euro so. including so you get fast pass for the day yeah unlimited fat no sorry you get photo pass for the day, yeah. unlimited fast passes, yeah. you get reserved viewing for the parade and the fireworks mm-hmm. so you don't have to queue for those, mm-hmm. you get a character meal mm-hmm. and you get a dessert and a cocktail mm-hmm. and 25 euro. Mm-hmm. Does that sound worth it to you? When you add it up. If you, if you were guess. planning on doing all those things individually.
1: I think they should have offered one without the fast pass.
0: Like s- something in between. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a moderate. Yes, like the basic <laughs> modern
1: looks. Wow, well. it's like Disney already coined
0: those terms. Um,
1: yeah, I feel like there should be one that doesn't have the fast pass in it because Disneyland Paris, like if you know how to do this, if you know how to do Disneyland Paris, it's really easy to do it without that fast pass thing. Yeah. Even on busy days. Yeah. You just gotta be. You just gotta be mindful of what you're doing, especially if you're already staying in a Disney hotel because you get yeah. extra magic time. So I feel like they kind of put themselves down because the fast pass, that only fast pass, is one hundred and twenty euro in yeah. non-peak times and 150 peak times so
0: that's what so is it are you getting 150 euros worth of other if, stuff. if you're assuming that you would only book this in peak times yeah let's say okay. yeah are you getting 150 euros worth okay with everything else so, so 150
1: then minus 25 for the gift card that's 125
0: yeah then... character meal is usually around anywhere between 60 and 80 so we'll pick 70 yeah so that's 80, So you have
1: to 30 so t-
0: back to 55 euro. Yeah. So then 55 um, euro, and then you get PhotoPass photo for, for the, the day. day. You get a cocktail.
1: Yeah, so what we'll call, we'll call, we'll call PhotoPass, what, a tenner for the day? Yeah. Because it's so expensive. I I it's think,
0: like, I'd say it's more than a tenner. Just for the day? Well, it's 79.99 regardless of how long you use it.
1: Yeah, but you you only get this for the day, I presume. True.
0: How much money are we putting on the viewing areas? Not having to queue for those.
1: Well, like an hour of your time? Mm-hmm. I don't know, like 15 euro per hour, I'd say. Okay. So what's that, 30? And then, oh, well, I guess. Yeah. On the cocktail, because cocktails are really fucking expensive. They and a special something. dessert. Yeah, I mean, I suppose, so I really do think... See, because there you go, right? So if you offered a package for 150 and gave everything except the fast pass... Yeah. You'd kind of be like, oh, treat myself. Yeah. Like, if you didn't have an annual pass.
0: I mean, if you... I think the best use of this, if you are, especially maybe kind of coming from the States... And you don't know how DLP works, because DLP mm. is very different to the American it's parks. It's complicated, to be honest. And if <laughs> you are going and visiting Paris, or you're visiting a couple places in Europe, or whatever it might be, potentially not. This is probably an odd topic to have after the COVID-19 chat. but anyways. <laughs> um, and you are only dedicating a day to Disneyland Paris. I mean, if you're a couple... 300 quid each you get to do absolutely everything you get to do a character meal you get to see the fireworks from a great vantage point you get to see the parade from a great vantage point all your photos i mean if you had the money why not do it
1: yeah yeah
0: i probably never will you know, i definitely we, never will
1: but we don't need to
0: that's yeah, the thing
1: when i don't think we're the target market for this no we're definitely yeah. not the target market for this but yeah interesting something else interesting
0: Oh god <laughs>
1: is, So Electroland Which baffles me every time we talk about the fact that Disneyland Paris has Electroland The MCs for Electroland 2020 From July 3rd to 5th at Walt Disney Studios Parks Are characters Yeah so it's <laughs> villains themed this
0: year Which cute, makes sense
1: So July 3rd is Ursula July 4th is Hades July 5th is Evil Queen All under the watch of Dr Facilier
0: Yeah so I think they're, I think they're having it that the whole event is hosted by Dr Facilier Yeah because you know he's the man I mean, Paris has a great Facilier. He's fab. I love him.
1: And then the actual DJ lineup will be revealed very soon. Yes. Sorry, Sinead passed me her phone because I don't have... Well, I don't have two phones, but I don't need this one. <laughs> so the pricing for 2020 Electron parties, keep that in, it's funny. Uh, so same dates from July 35th. So it is €89 Euro for the night for a regular ticket or €119 Euro with entry from 4pm. What's the difference between a regular and 4pm ticket?
0: I think you only get to go to the event if you go in at 89. Oh. Whereas you get a little bit part time. Gotcha.
1: Tickets are on sale by a third party provider. i And soon on the Disneyland Paris website. And for APs.
0: Beautiful. I think there's Why no... Why would
1: you sell via a third party? I don't know. Disneyland Paris is so weird.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. I also don't think there are like package tickets I don't think you can buy, like, a three-day ticket. I think you have to buy individual tickets. Well, let's
1: see how close it gets with COVID-19. Let's see how well they
0: sell. (laughs) moving on. (laughs) So, DLP got some new tickets. They finally, finally, finally went through all of the Mickey 90 tickets. It's about goddamn time. And now they have some brand new ticket designs. And it kind of covers... All bases. You got all your franchises, I yeah. believe. You got your classics, you got your princesses, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars. So for your classics, you got lovely old Mickey Mouse on a yellow ticket. For mm-hmm. your princesses, you got Elsa on a blue ticket. How many rows is that going to cause in families? Two bloody knows. You have Woody on a green ticket, you have Spider-Man on a blue ticket, and you have the lovely Darth Vader on a red, red. ticket. Mm-hmm.
1: It kind of reminds me of the Disney Plus like feel
0: oh yeah it has a similar vibe yeah but yeah so you can get those if you are getting tickets from the ticket booth or if you're getting the friends and family tickets from the ticket booth you can get those now tell you what's not happening now oh
1: the <laughs> there has been an updated, um release for the corrected time refurbishment for the disneyland hotel Ooh. uh information has just been corrected to reflect a delay the property will not be closing in 2021 but no new date has been released
0: do you think DLP We're like, will we actually get this done in a year? Do we want our main hotel closed for our next big birthday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd... I still don't understand. So they're refurbing Sequoia Lodge, but they're only refurbing the outside. The outside. And I have no idea why. And
1: also, can, oh, unless you've talked about, no. They're refurbing the castle in Disney World. Yeah. But not ours.
0: Yeah, Ours is literally falling down. <laughs> I'm hoping that once... Because I don't think there's a whole lot to do on Cinderella no, Castle. No, she just
1: needs beautifying.
0: Yeah. It's like her one... See... It's just paint job.
1: Cinderella's castle is beautification. Sleeping Beauty's castle in Disneyland Paris is like heavy duty work.
0: I'm hoping they have planned to do it before the 30th. Like, yeah, I hope so. She she deserves a nice castle for her hopefully new castle show. Also, total sidetrack to everything. This past weekend they were running for... Is it St. David's Day? Is that the Welsh thing? Yes. They had a St... David's Day pre-show oh, I saw for that. the fireworks. Yeah. But more importantly for International Women's Day they actually did a cute, a few cute little things. They changed the Mickey Planter out in front of the Disneyland Hotel to be mini, and Aww. it was all pink and it was adorable. They were handing out International Women's Day badges with Anna and Elsa on them mm-hmm. in line with the season and then they did a pre-show all about Disney's famous heroines and it was like loads of different characters. It wasn't just the princesses or anything like that. Like I saw Honey Lemon on it, and I think I saw Meg on it at one stage as well. It was so much better than Illumination. Wow. So much better than Illumination. i <laughs> saying something.
1: I really oh. have to say, but it's really weird. Like, how do they manage to do International Women's Day so well, and it's not even a thing they, like, really do? Yeah. I but, like, they can't do their own bloody
0: seasons. Yeah, um, I don't know. Frozen. Someone asked a question about that, so we'll get on to that later. Oh, but anyways. Uh, mm-hmm so one thing that they have done which is great great improvement is the lake disney waterfront finally has a bloody fence around it so i can stop getting the heebie-jeebies that a child is just gonna plop on in it's
1: like they're just crazy People
0: are so, just so crazy. after a whopping 27 years of it not having it it finally has a railing so it's finally safe for children to run around
1: something really fun <laughs> they're basically just ripping up the floor and replacing it in certain parts of the park um turn on the grapevine it's happening they're just doing a little bit of refurb i wonder is it just like sort of like the start of refurb Are they just kind of like being like ah this is a bit
0: shabby now yeah we'll just redo this and see how it goes hopefully trying to get as much stuff in before um cuts start coming <clears throat> but anyway <laughs> um we've had some new character outfits and some new characters so phantom mickey is now gone from beside phantom manor which makes me real sad however we have, they're calling him Bat-Stitch. I'm going Vampire-Stitch. Vampire, Vampire. Stitch. yeah, I call him Vampire-Stitch.
1: But they Vampire have too.
0: little Vampire-Stitch in the cutest little outfit. So he's over by Phantom Manor. You do need a line Birdie reservation to meet him. And um, again, I think it's cause it's an area that- You can't have a long It queue. doesn't have capacity for a big queue. So it makes sense. But there's also Cowgirl Minnie over in Frontierland in her McDonald's costume. She looks great.
1: She was such a random character to come out. I literally was on Instagram one day and people were like, boom, cowboy Minis hit the scene. I was like, what? And here she is.
0: It ju- You cannot tell me that that doesn't look like a Happy Meal toy outfit.
1: Oh no, she looks like on McDonald's, but
0: as a a K-Girl. <laughs> it's fab, but it's so ridiculous.
1: Like, she's great. Her smile is so big.
0: It's just, she's like here for it. Her skirt is massive.
1: Yeah, and her little boots.
0: It's it's adorable. It's gas, but it's absolutely adorable. I'm a big fan. I can't.
1: Yeah, and another bit of refurb that's going on is the Buzz Lightyear Laser Blast refurbishment includes the following. shell building waterproofing. Lads. <laughs> <Come> on, like, <laughs> why isn't your shell building waterproof?
0: Oh, Lord. A new
1: marquee design. They're switching to LED lighting. They have a complete repaint of the inside and they're getting new targets. And it's planned Ooh. to reopen
0: August 1st. New targets? Yeah. Interesting. It's very exciting. I'm excited. Yeah. Um. And last but not least, for Disneyland Paris specific news, the Disneyland Paris official website now uses the Disney account login platform. But whilst this does not change much for now, it will allow for better integration with all other Disney online services in the future, as the tweet from DLP report goes. This basically means that if you have a, an account for the Disney store or for any of the other Disney resorts, mainly Land and World, you can now kind of single sign into everything so all of your Disney information is connected. It's great for Disney's point of view because they can track where you're spending money. End of. Yeah, where you're going, where you're staying, what you're buying. Exactly. How, how often do you buy it? Exactly. What do we hope this brings? Wave annual, annual pass being able to book annual pass rooms online. Okay, thanks. Bye. Looking living
1: <laughs> uh yeah now moving stateside everybody ready for news that was just big as coronavirus
0: <laughs> and feels just the same
1: so bob Biger yes has stepped down as ceo yeah and in his place the oh so gracious Ugh. a bob Chapek, ladies and gentlemen <laughs> So Bob Iger stepped down and he will still have like a uh, position within the company because we'll talk about it later on because Disney Plus. So, but he'll still be, he's still like finishing off a couple of things before he scoots off into his merry little sunset. But we now have to accept our great overlord Bob Chapek as CEO of the Walt Disney Company. God help us all. So, a moment of silence for the parks that will just break down.
0: <laughs> yeah. The only, the only plus side. So I watched the, again, mentioning the Disney again. I watched the Disney's weekly episode that they do about Disney World. And obviously, Chapek was quite a big topic. Much like most Disney fans, they're not a fan of Chapek and all the kind of changes and cuts and everything that Chapek has brought in since he's been... Since he was in his role of, what is it, head of parks, parks. resorts and consumer products. Yeah. Why that it was ever all lumped in together, I have no idea. But basically what they said is, no, nobody wants Chapek, But at the minute, he has to... because. Iger is still the head of the board, and I think any decisions he makes have to be approved by the board, so he doesn't have full full control wow. yet. Okay. Um, but everyone's just hoping that his old position is going to go to Josh Tomorrow because he's great. I really hope it goes to Josh Tomorrow. He's great. Like, if you've not, if you don't watch the Diz I would recommend watching even like the first ten minutes of that particular episode where they talk about Chapek because Josh Tomorrow's CV within Disney is insane. He was basically given adventures by Disney and was like, you have 12 months to fix this or this is going down.
1: Wow. ABD.
0: And we were only looking at ABDs earlier and how extortionately expensive they are. but and how, we how we
1: successful they are. And how
0: we want to go on them. But he's he's done everything. He's been involved with the cruise line. He's been involved with ABD. He's done, he has done amazing work with the Disneyland Resort. I know the Disneyland APs were devastated to hear that he was moving to Disney World. And um, Pete, I think, knows Josh quite well. And was saying that he was at an event with Josh and Pete asked, what What are the main things that you hope to achieve here? And he said, the first thing I want to do is to make every cast member feel like they are a part of this and that they that we care about them and that they want to be here. Because he was like, if the cast are invested in what is going on in their day to day then the rest of the park will take care of itself so his main focus is making cast happy and i'm just like what a man
1: he knows exactly what to do what a man as former cast members that's exactly what we want yeah we just want to like our job and feel invested in the company and you can't do that if you hate your job
0: yeah so you just need to look at the opening of rise of the resistance the horrific speech that bob chapik did at rise of the resistance and
1: the like pitter-patter clap that he received when people came out oh my out. god i'll never so get it. i'll us. never forget it
0: and then look at josh tomorrow's opening for mickey and minnie's runaway railway and it's like chalk and cheese And like give josh tomorrow that previous role and i think that's why he might have been moved to world to then move him on to at parks and resorts and if he does so
1: he can just fix it it'll, it'll be a glorious day what if he what if he puts muppets back what if he just undoes everything that chapek
0: did i don't know if he can quite do that but he should hopefully be able to
1: he should bring back streamosphere yes i can't believe he cut streamosphere yeah it doesn't make any sense
0: but yeah nobody's happy about chapek nobody's happy about chapek even and disney stock plummeted when it was announced it was hilarious <laughs> not being involved in it in the slightest was the
1: funniest thing to watch I was like, Ed, I was like, wow, stocks are already gone down. He was like, what? I was like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Everybody hates them. But one thing that people absolutely do not hate.
1: Oh, no. This is one of the best things that's come out oh. of Disney Park in a long, long time.
0: So magic happened. Yes, it did. This is the anthem. Here's what you came for. This is the moment magic was made for. Come on, come on. Let's light up the sky now. You'll feel the magic. I'm gonna play the whole song under all of this because it's just amazing so Magic Happens the brand new parade in Disneyland Resort launched what like two weeks ago now at least yeah I think so. music is by Todrick Hall who you might know if you watch RuPaul's Drag Race he is all regularly on as a guest he's also was also big on YouTube to begin with. Oh. he was also in Kinky Boots on Broadway yeah loads he's a great man and this whole parade just screams drag it's so drag, (laughs) but it's so fun it's great the music is amazing the floats are fantastic what's your favorite float you can pick two um i the moana float at night
1: yeah i want to say coco
0: that coco float with the
1: dante and he's like
0: regular dago dante also just
1: want a quick special mention for aurora's dress Yes. Because when they said it'll flash between pink and blue They weren't lying. They were not lying. No. Nope. That is amazing. Nope. It's just so good. I and mean, I have do you have to say the story of the stone floats really good as well. Really? That fun. Merlin is gas. It's like like it's like every movie that would deserve representation yeah. that hasn't. Yeah. Is in this parade. Yeah. Like minus the princess. But you know what I mean? Like it's like all the people who really deserve proper representation in a parade. Mm-hmm. And also, it was a big FU to the Frozen season in Disneyland Paris with their Frozen float. Yes. Like the Frozen float in this parade.
0: The only thing about the Frozen float that's not better is the spend.
1: I do find DLP interesting has the better interesting that they didn't just bring the same spend. Yeah. Because they are, like, the floats are based off each other. Like they're very similar. They're very similar. And it's obviously like, one was obviously based off the other. So why they didn't just bring the Sven over, I don't know, because the Sven's clearly more animated than DLP. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, the, that float is phenomenal. And the
0: Kristoff is adorable.
1: Yeah, and he comes We love a cute Kristoff. And he comes over to all the kids and he gives them hugs and kisses. And because the floats are so huge, I think they move slower than other floats. Yeah. So Kristoff is like behind the float and he's got this little wheelbarrow full of ice and wood or so whatever he's got. And because they're so much slower, he can have so much more time with guests. And nearly every video I've watched, because I've watched a lot of them, I've watched them from different angles, different times of day, loads. And he's always coming up to little girls, but he's like, turning them around to like take pictures with them.
0: And he's like, say (laughs) cheese. Yeah, it's so cute. It's just great. I think my two favorites are definitely the Coco floats. Mm-hmm. That Coco character that they have at the front is amazing. It's so good. Oh, the Hector and Mama Imelda. I love yeah, the, them. The, is oh, and the
1: Dante. The Dante is fantastic. The Dante
0: is beautiful. And then I think my other favorite float is the Princess and the Frog float.
1: Oh, that one's really cute oh, too. Oh
0: my God, it is absolutely breathtaking. It is so freaking pretty. I can't even stand it
1: just the whole parade the whole parade is just fantastic the opening like uh so the opening float you've Wait, got mickey? mickey but then you've got the dancers in front of mickey mouse and they've got this amazing choreography routine that todder Cole was also involved Definitely. in it. and it's just it's so good and their costumes are amazing they're like so abstract and 3d but they're so eye-catching and it's just
0: can we have a special mention for the hey hey oh the hey hey this little more ice bucket <laughs> and all the guys are like where's the chicken where's the chicken <laughs> it's my favorite thing yeah it's but it's so good and then
1: then we've got the moana float and then all the um
0: maui looks a little funny
1: yeah i do have to say that i think they tried their best they did he's because, not an easy character he, but he doesn't look awful would be yeah. my comment is he just
0: he... looks a bit daft
1: yeah he doesn't look amazing i think it's basically wrecker Alf. yeah well maui yeah, yeah. But I think it was like, if they didn't do Maui, they probably would have gotten some like
0: stick, for, him, stick yeah. for
1: it. So I think they did pretty well with what they had. And then they also had the dancers who had all like the Kakamoras on the sticks. And I'm like, oh, that's great with the sticks? I'm like, so good. other characters that are in it. And it's just so good. And, and the,
0: so- the Coco dancers, like all the animal dancers, their outfits <gasps> are... Beautiful. How can I forget about the big puppet? The big puppet is amazing. I can't
1: remember what the that It'll
0: fine. Is it? They're mm-hmm. like an. Uh,
1: they're alalibres. Li- alalibres or something. But like that one's called. The something. big cat. Oh but my god, it's, it's amazing. Mammy Melda. Yeah, Mamma Melda's alalibre. The, uh, the the puppet for that is. It's just amazing. fantastic. It's mine. It looks like it's actually walking down the street. Yeah,
0: it's so good.
1: This parade is just everything.
0: It is perfection and it makes me so excited for what whatever we get for a 30th anniversary parade in dlp
1: oh it better be because
0: this will be the first brand new like big daytime parade that dlp yeah. have had since disney took them over to
1: also sassy minnie in this parade because, oh my god because Mickey, because mickey's on the float by himself and usually all parents are parade, they're both on the float together because you could crank minnie into that she's just surrounded by the characters they surrounded are like, by all the boys she's like work it work it work it. it is just fantastic and like the characters are doing great choreography as well yeah that's one thing about the choreography that i noticed is that it works really well with actual dancers but then the simple the simplified version also works really well with like fur characters who have limited
0: movement yeah it's just it's so good it's
1: how excited i <laughs> this break like, it's amazing. every time i watch it i'm like look at this
0: and they do it during the day, and they do it at night time. Personally, I think it looks better at the night time because there's so many more details and yeah, lights and like just
1: the, L- the big the big LCD screen behind the wire. Like, during the day, you wouldn't know that's a screen. No. It's just it's so it's, good. It's go watch it. And then the little flag girls for the it must be for Frozen, I think. And yeah. Then, like the, you're like what are all these flags, but then when they put the flags on, you don't even notice. That's
0: so good. Oh, what a time. It's amazing.
1: What a time.
0: Good job, Disneyland.
1: Just go I suggest you all, if you haven't, go watch it.
0: And then watch it again.
1: And watch it. Make sure you watch it during the day and watch it at night. Yeah. Something else you should probably go
0: watch if you haven't watched it
1: is a ride-through Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. What a difficult
0: you know what to name that? to say. But you know what I've noticed? <laughs> it's really funny because I've listened to a lot of UK-based podcasts <laughs> talk about it and they cannot say Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway in a British accent. They just can't. Oh really? I think it's because, like, with an Irish accent, we do a's quite harsh. So I think that makes "Runaway Railway" a bit easier. Uh huh. But you, every time I listen to any of the guys from *Just After Dark*, or *Theme Park Trader*, or I think I was listening to *Chat Disney* earlier. Those three, none of them can say it in a British accent. It just doesn't work. It's really funny. <laughs> it has
1: to like it has to like roll with it. Like yeah.
0: You're like, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. So Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opened in Walt Disney World.
0: Yeah. It pretty cute to be honest i don't know how i feel about it i think it's, i think it's a cute ride i think it's something that you have to experience i don't think it's a ride that works well in video
1: no but i think it's a fair view to go look at it if you're not going to be going to disney world the next year agreed um i do have to say quickly just before we talk about the ride because you mentioned it earlier on when you were talking about we were talking about chapec and everything yeah but the opening ceremony. For Mickey and Minnie's Runner, Owe. they had all the characters out. Yes. But they were all animatronic characters. Donald and Daisy And Donald and were, terrifying. Heads were I so hated
0: it. weird. Kate, I made <laughs> I watched it and I was like Horrified at Donald and Daisy because they were terrifying. And then I made Brett watch it and I was like, Look at their beaks, watch them. It's so creepy. I hate it. I was it. sitting
1: there and I was like, What's wrong with Donald oh and Daisy? Oh my god, I hated it. And then I went to I was like, Oh my god, I was like, They're, the, an- they're the-, the animatronic heads. I
0: was like, I hate it.
1: I was like, Mickey and Minnie, you don't notice the difference because they're like in their cheeks, so you don't notice it because their lips just move up and down. But because Donald and Daisy have those massive mallard beaks, like, you just. It's so weird. I hate it. And if like they actually like reproportion their eyes to like fit in the fact that they're researchers. Oh, being. I hate it, was it. Weird. Oh,
0: not a fan. No. No, no no, d- no, no.
1: I didn't like it either. I, that was one thing I had to say is like, maybe never knock them out again. They don't need to talk.
0: No. I hated it. I hated it every <laughs> second of that. They're, they're good. They're G. Um,
1: but yeah, I do have to say, I do quite like the. Because if any of you watched Tim Dracker, Tim Tracker is in love with this ride. He's been on it like 20 times to see all of the different hidden Mickeys in it, which is really interesting. But I do have to say, I do think the use of like the changing of scenes and everything oh, is Oh yeah, quite that looks interesting. Really cool. And from what, basically listening from uh, Tim and Jen Tracker is that it is that it does make you feel like you are inside a cartoon. Yeah. Which I guess is the aim of the ride.
0: Absolutely. Know. I just... I don't know. My main issue with it is that Minnie just, like, kicks Pluto and then slams him in a boot, which I'm not a big fan of. I didn't even notice that. Uh, well, of course I would notice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, I hate this. Also, like, I only went on The Great Movie Ride once, so, like, I don't have a massive, like,
1: connection with, connection
0: it. with it, but I, don't, I feel like they could have done this anywhere. I don't feel like this had to be in the Chinese theatre.
1: Yeah, like, people were saying that it is going to go into the... It's going to go into Toontown in Disneyland Resort. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, it will make the, the El Capitoon. uh It will make perfect sense in Toontown. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, toontown. hey, you're in Toontown. Get inside this cartoon. But in the El Capitan in Disney World, it kind of
0: just sticks out. In the El Capitan? No. In the Chinese theatre. Yeah, I don't know what I said. <laughs> there is an El Capitan theatre in LA, though.
1: Yeah, sorry. I just got so confused.
0: Um... Yeah. In
1: the tiny theater, it just doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Um. I remember when it came out. Me and Shane were talking about it, and I really do wonder if it would have made more sense for them to just update the Great Movie Ride.
0: Yeah. Because like their their agreement with Time is a Time Warner Classics that it, that it was initially, was kind of going, and I get that, but like they could have done they could have done some different things if they had just waited. Think of all the Fox stuff that they could chuck into it now.
1: Yeah, just like think of everything I mean? they own.
0: I don't know. I mean, it's done now and there's they're not going to change it for a while. Yeah. It's not a bad ride. No, but... it's
1: not. And people are saying that it's really good. Like literally anybody can ride it. You can have yeah? a baby oh, yeah. on it. It's a trackless ride. It's the first Mickey Mini ride. Yeah, it's, it is. Like it's a bunch of accomplishments. We're not yeah. saying it's bad. Like a bunch of people in comments of YouTube videos, like the Imagineers have like really done themselves. Like it's an amazing feat for what they've managed to achieve. Big time. Um, from changing it over from The Great Movie Ride to
0: Mickey Minnie's Runa Go yeah.
1: But yeah, I I do think it's something that you have to see to believe.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think personally, out of all the things that have changed from the last time I was in Disney World to whenever I'll go again, I don't know if it will be within my top five. Mm, yeah. But mm-hmm. I will, I'll, I definitely want to go on it if I was in Disney World.
1: Oh yeah, I'd definitely you know I mean? go on it. Like and I'd queue
0: for it. Oh yeah. And you can get fast passes for it. So hmm. why not? exactly so next up we are lads we're in the final countdown it's the
1: final countdown 14 days 14 days so
0: (laughs) disney plus is coming to europe i've already signed up for the year at 59.99 have you signed up for the year yes i have i have to just quickly interesting note the crossover
1: from disney life to disney plus is awful um oh i had to so they haven't amalgamated the two systems right so they let me sign up for disney because i wanted i wanted it for 59.99 obviously you want it cheaper so i went to go sign up for disney plus but i used my disney life login yeah and it was like ah, this doesn't exist so i signed up for disney plus with my disney life login like with my email and everything and it was like yeah cool but I remember when I signed up for my Disney life, it made me use my Disney account that I had set up with Disney Paris and Walt Disney World. Oh, okay. So it's like Disney Plus is something completely different. Oh, interesting. It's like a completely different database and server base, which I find quite interesting. interesting. But it meant that I cancelled my Disney life because I didn't want to continue paying. I've,
0: for just, I've just reminded Brett to do his Yeah. Now.
1: So I cancelled my Disney life first. But it's so stupid, because they're like, why are you leaving? And I'm like, because your system's not going to exist in a month. Yeah. It's like they're just, it's like they're just complete, completely forgot about Disney Life. Yeah. It, it feels a bit piss poor, to be honest, because Disney Life was like the... the baby of it. Yeah, it was the like the... the test, test run. The test run of it. And they've just like left it in the dust. And they're like, oh, fuck you guys, bye, you're off to America. Yeah. So, and they haven't given anything for anyone who was originally with Disney Life. Yeah. It's just, it feels a bit bad on Disney behalf, whatever. So I cancelled it, but it was like, why are you leaving? And it was like, I was like, I'm going to your other service, you oh God. idiots. So I closed that and that's fine. And I actually still have Disney life until like the 12th or something. Okay. So I only have like 12 days where I don't have access to unlimited Disney content. <laughs> um, and then I signed up for Disney Plus and now I have it. It's there yes. waiting for me. Also, BRB, not BRB, BT Dubs, <laughs> BRB. <laughs> b dubs if anyone is signing up for the pre-sale of Disney+, Plus, they take your money right away. Yes, they do. They, they don't wait
0: till the 24th. No, but they won't refresh it. Like, you won't have to pay again until the 24th next year. Correct. So, just some things to make of note. So, the lovely Ryan from Theme Park Trader wrote an article for Inside Magic about what is going to be available on day one. So the big thing that most people were having an absolute conniption about was whether it was going to have the Simpsons or not, because obviously the Simpsons is in contract with Sky and Channel Four and stuff like that. So, but they have announced that seasons one to thirty will be available from release Over day. Over
1: six hundred episodes. Yeah. Isn't that mental? That's mad. And I love that I got it. I you probably got it as well. But they sent out like specialized emails that were like Simpsons is coming to Disney Plus Ireland. Like it was yeah. so specific. You were like, oh okay.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> The whole Marvel Cinematic Universe is also going to be available. There are three movies that won't be available, though. There is The Incredible Hulk, the original one, which is not Disney made, which is fair enough. Mm. Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home will not be available either.
1: i say it is waiting. Or is it because they're... Because they're not Sony? Disney?
0: Yeah, I'd say it's because the Sony issue. Damn it. Um, the Mandalorian will still be released weekly. So one thing to bear in mind. But by the time it's caught up, it will yeah. be the same as America. Just FYI for anyone Well, just... well, <laughs> all Star Wars movies will be available from day one. So if you just want to like go and re-watch the, whole, the whole saga, you will be able to. Fox?
1: Hmm? Because Fox? Are you talking about? Did Fox make the original ones?
0: No, but Disney have the rights for them now. Oh. Because okay. they bought Lucasfilm.
1: Yeah, but I remember we couldn't sell the DVD. It was such a time, remember?
0: Yeah, but I think that was a distribution thing. But either way, all the movies will be available. Some notable things which will be available, which are Fox related.
1: <laughs> Home Alone,
0: all the Home Alone movies, ah, Happy Days, good stuff. Refs gonna be very excited. Mrs. Doubtfire is gonna be available. That's a great movie. Mrs. Doubtfire is outstanding. That's not like it. Um, Ice Age movies will be available. My dad will be real pleased. My dad has. Does he like Ice Age? My dad has an <laughs> irrational love for the Ice Age movies. Why? He, ha- he owns all of the DVDs. That's good. All of them. That's so unexpected. Right. <laughs> um, Sister Act and also Avatar will be available on Disney Plus. Uh, I have I have watched Avatar since I saw it in the cinema. Avatar makes sense. So I might need to watch that. So where the US failed to have some more recent live action movies to its launch, the UK will be launching with The Lion King and Aladdin. Great. As well as Woo! also Beauty and the Beast, the live action one as well. They're
1: all crap movies, so they?
0: Yeah. There is a very full list of everything that's going to be available, particularly for Marvel, um, all the Star Wars movies. I'm going to link this article in the show notes because this literally links absolutely everything that is going to be available on disney plus broken down by categories it's an obscene list what i will recommend that is going to be available on it and i'll recommend it's also on disney life so if you have that in the meantime if you're looking for something irish to watch on paddy's day go give darby o'gill and the little people a watch because oh it's my the God, most Gats. terrifying disney movie you will ever watch is it on disney life it's on disney life wow it is truly terrifying and if you are if you are Irish you'll probably remember from your childhood and the Banshee giving you nightmares and if you're not Irish you get to see what the original Disney Banshee was
1: no, I don't like Banshee well done uh,
0: <laughs> you are welcome Um,
1: uh, just something else to say about Disney plus there has been some mini controversies oh my god actually not Ooh. well <laughs> uh about a couple of things so they were making a love Simon um Series, but they've moved it to Hulu because to explore other themes. Okay. And then Hilary Duff announced on Twitter that she wanted Disney to move the Lizzie McGuire series that they're making over to Hulu so that Lizzie can explore more adult-related issues. So, yeah, it seems to be a bit weird. There's been a lot of articles released recently where they're saying that Disney Plus still doesn't really know what it wants to be. Yeah um because apparently when disney plus came out they wanted it so this is in like the american setting that they wanted it to be on the other side of pg-13 so like closer to like 15s kind of thing but everything that they've released on disney plus has really been pg like disregarding star wars i want to probably say because mandalorian is quite violent but like in other stuff they've not really explored any other issues that aren't disney like related and i thought that was the whole point of doing like a grown-up lizzie mcguire and a tv show about um the lgbt community and like um in like youth teens and i was like i thought that was like the whole point but i guess not because obviously some of the stuff they wanted to do for the lizzie mcguire show disney have come back and said you can't put that on disney plus So i don't know where we're at There was a whole thing where apparently they stopped filming for Lizzie McGuire, but then apparently that was just a rumor. And one of the guys on set came back and was like, we were filming yesterday. I don't know what's wrong. Like, I don't know where these rumors are coming from. So something small, but also kind of interesting. Also, I cannot wait to watch High School Musical, the musical, the series.
0: Just. Is that going to be your first watch? Probably. Do you know what mine will probably be? The imaginary imaginary story story? again. Yeah. And not having to deal with weird French subtitles at the bottom of it. And like
1: high, high quality,
0: like. Yeah. I just I loved the Imagineering series so much that I just I can't wait to watch it again.
1: Yeah, cause High School Musical, the musical, the series is something I'm gonna watch by myself. Yeah. Um. I'll probably watch the Imagineering story from the beginning with Ed. Yeah. Because we watch it a lot of Defunct Land on YouTube, and he loves that stuff. So, he, I know he's going to love the Imagineering story because it's the same sort of thing. Um, And obviously,
0: really I'm probably still going to re. I actually don't think I ever finished The, the Mandalorian.
1: Oh, really? We definitely
0: finished it. I don't it was, think I did. It was I think it was getting too difficult to find it. So, I was like, ah, I'm going to just wait. Oh, fair. Okay. That's okay. It was getting up to Christmas and then crap happened. When
1: we reach the point of the second season, we might rewatch the whole hmm. It's good to watch it. I yeah. think it's good to watch it all together. Because, because the episodes are so like not short but like it's a, it's a weirdly done series a yeah. little bit so
0: I think binge watching them all is a good way to go yeah so second last thing that we wanted to cover is Onward yeah Onward got released at the weekend um, I went to go see it on Saturday when did you go see it? on Saturday
1: oh fun we were actually both in the cinema at the same time
0: Oh, where uh, did you go see it? In Zinni World. Oh. I saw it at 4pm and you saw it at like 20 to 5. 4.50 to be exact. 10 to 5, damn,
1: I was off by 10.
0: <laughs> um, so um, yeah, we were actually
1: both in the cinema at the same time. Quick question, was your cinema screening busy? It was moderately busy. There was, oh, let me tell you a quick story, right? So this is nothing to do with Disney, just a story. So obviously coronavirus, COVID-19, everyone, you want to be the more sanitary. So me and Ed got to our seats and there was a couple behind us and your man had his foot up on the seat which okay he was obviously comfortable and to be honest like you probably rest your foot against the it's fine but when someone sits down in front of you you move I expected to move your foot so Ed sat down so it was on Ed's seat and he didn't move his foot and I was like oh rude I I was like I'm not having this so I turned around and I was like sorry do you mind just putting your foot down yeah because we're sitting here now and he was like, oh, and moved his foot and that was fine. Then they started talking, it was a couple, and they started talking Spanish. And I was like, oh, they were 100% bitching about me. I was like, yeah. I don't care, whatever. That's fine. Two minutes later, uh, my friend who I used to work with in the Disney store, Danielle, came and sat in front of me. And I was like, oh, so Danielle is from Mexico. And I have this thing with Danielle that I only speak two lines of Spanish to him because that's all the Spanish I know. And I turned around to him and I was like, oh, Danielle, hola, amigo, ¿qué pasa? Like in this um, so loudly in Spanish. Yeah. And literally two seconds later behind me, all I heard was like something, something like Espanol. And I was like, yeah, bitches, let speak Spanish. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I heard you're bitching about me.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I was like, oh, that's so funny.
1: Anyway, what a coincidence. He literally sat right in front of me. Oh, I love uh, Danielle. Yes, that was fun anyway uh go back yeah our screen was moderately full uh we i did ask ed to book tickets beforehand one because we like we know where where our seats are we like our seats um but i was like oh because it's the first weekend of a pixar release it's probably gonna be really busy an hour before there was like 10 seats booked but when we went in i'd say a lot of people didn't pre-book them because when we went in i'd say it was maybe like just under a half full
0: dundrum was quiet yeah I thought it would be quiet. The Dundrum, we were in screen five. So we were in one of the downstairs ones. Wasn't in the Mez, which I found interesting because normally any new Disney or Pixar releases mm-hmm. in Dundrum Cinema, they put them into the big screen for yeah. at least the first weekend. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. me and Bethany are snobs now and always book the Mez tickets because they're like two euro more expensive and <laughs> it's much nicer and you're not near children. <laughs> um, but we had to slum it with the plebs this time. And there it was less than a quarter full. Yeah, no, I'm not surprised. It was very quiet.
1: It was, see, I wonder if we'd have gone later on in the evening, if it had been a lot quieter, because we went at four o'clock mm. on a Saturday. I wonder, was that the only reason? And like, it's the one in the middle of the city centre, so yeah. maybe that might have had something to play, but it was a lot busier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But it was also a lot quieter than an opening weekend Pixar movie. Yeah. Because I remember going to see Incredibles during opening weekend, and that was nearly sold out
0: yeah it's just I mean a lot of it is probably to do with the coronavirus but I also wonder if it's also due to the fact that the traders for this were crap
1: yeah to be honest I didn't really know anything about onward before I went in because ever since I've stopped working in the Disney store I try not to get heavily invested in stuff because I know how much more fun it is watching a movie and not knowing what's going to happen
0: <laughs> here I can already tell you 10,000 bucks, and I already know the soundtrack
1: yeah like do you know what I mean yeah and I've listened to this scene 20,000 times So, yeah, I was actually pleasantly surprised by Onward. The marketing for it definitely doesn't do it justice. Not at all. The marketing is very poor.
0: The marketing makes it look like a shitty DreamWorks movie.
1: Yeah, it's like, well, fun, crazy, and it's not. No. It is a really heartfelt family movie with family values really in the core, and it's so emotional, and it's funny in places, like, it's funny in the right places and emotional in other places, it's the first ever Pixar LGBTQ plus
0: character. It's just, it's got so much which in it. Which has it banned in several countries, which I just can't.
1: For, like, and it's such like a small it's thing. It's such a
0: throwaway line.
1: Yeah, like you wouldn't even notice. No. I said it to Ed and he was like, oh, who was that? I was like, oh, the police woman. He was like, oh, actually, yeah, you're right. I can't I remember her saying that now. Yeah. Like it's such a, do you know what I
0: mean? I hate people.
1: Uh, but yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. I cried twice. Twice? Twice. Okay. Yeah, it was a time okay it was i only just, cried once I, I was about to say well we won't spoil it yeah i was like I'll, i can say when but i'll we'll just keep spoil it, it um but yeah i have to say i quite enjoyed it the fact that i thought because tom holland and chris pratt are such well-known voices to me i thought it would ruin it for the first bit all i could hear was chris pratt
0: i have an observation on that but
1: it kind of dissipated for me
0: I wish they had just bit the bullet and hired Jack Black because all he did was oh, be Jack Black. Oh, yeah, that's true. They should have just got Jack Black. Jack Black would have been great. All he, his, his The entire character of Barley was Jack Black. No,
1: you're right, And yeah. no one will
0: convince me otherwise. And it's a comment that Breckney made. He was like, why didn't Disney just hire Jack Black instead of getting Chris Pat to play Jack Black? I was like, exactly.
1: No, yeah, that's a really good point. Like, a really good point. Like, never crossed my mind. Frustrating.
0: Also... Um, another character that reminded me of someone else is the man in this is your man
1: <laughs> with the hair,
0: <laughs> like to Ooh. a T. The man in this is your man. I was like, oh, it's Elise. She was a bit gas, wasn't she? <laughs> but like, I was watching it and I was like, this, this just Kate, man. Yeah. I'm like exactly. This was the thing that I wouldn't tell you beforehand, oh, right. that I wanted to get your reaction of.
1: Um. Yeah. No. She's a gas character. I really like the um. Not the Menotaur, it's not called the Menotaur, the Menocor, the Manticore. She was great. She was
0: fab. I loved her. She was
1: like woman power. I have to say there was a lot of strong female characters in this movie. Loved it. Like even though the two leads were males. It was, it was a really good movie. It had like, it actually really did have the Pixar feels. I'm going to be honest, it didn't feel like a Pixar movie. No. But it had the Pixar feels and it was an enjoyable movie. Yes. It had so many like family core values. I can't get over it. Yeah, like it it was a blended family. They had a stepdad. Like it was all about brotherly love.
0: Talked about. It. Oh, it's just yeah. The stepdad's horse laugh. Was oh my god! And then my they, favorite thing. And then when they take the piss out of him. <laughs> and then he takes his hair down and oh, runs. Yeah. Oh, Fun. cannot cannot handle it. Um, what would you give it out of five? That's uh, all four. Yeah, I gave it four.
1: I'd watch it again. Like at the end of the movie, I was like, I'd watch this movie again.
0: Oh, actually. One thing that me and Breffney did after watching it, which I wonder if I can find it on this. We decided to rank things. Do you, sorry, <laughs> just pause for a second just in the podcast and just,
1: can we all just appreciate how fucking crazy Shane and Breffney are
0: as a couple? <laughs> so we it started out because we wanted to see where- If you on guys like... could see what's currently in front of me. Let me give you context for it. So we wanted to see we were chatting about onward and we wanted to see where onward would fit in our pick of Pixar movies and it's pretty bang smack in the middle for both of us. It's middle kind of slightly to the slightly to the bottom of the list. And then we were like, oh, but we could also race princess movies. Oh, but we could also rate just um, on Paris rides. Can we have a minute for how high up hyperspace mountain is on Brackney's list for the thing that he couldn't ride ever again? Well, yeah. I'm sorry, lost votes. I couldn't <laughs> think of the name. <laughs> but he put big thunder last which made me a little sad oh that's fair but um yeah but yeah onward was kind of middle slightly slightly bottom middle for both of us
1: i like how you both have onward and then the good dinosaur
0: yeah i mean they're both good movies brave is your number one pixar movie i love brave wow yeah above coco only very slightly, like Braham Ratatouille
1: up- is very far down breath's list.
0: I know. I think like I think if I had gone back two three years ago, I don't think Ratatouille would be as high in my list. I think Disneyland Paris has uh, majorly increased my love for Ratatouille. La France, La France, oh, oui. Although,
1: what's at the bottom of list?
0: Cars two. <laughs> I love you. Put Finding Dory at the bottom. I hated finding Dory. I did not like it at all. Where's the first car? Scroll up. The first car is within, it's pretty high up mine. Oh, okay, okay, I'll take it. Off. It's not so much of ref's, but he's. I'm
1: sorry, he put cars below the good dinosaur. Yeah. What a monster. Bref
0: doesn't like cars. He loves cars, like actual physical cars. <laughs> like from Rums. <laughs> but, the, but the movie he's not so much a fan of. That's just. And I also put Monsters University in ahead I of Monsters, Monsters Inc. Inc. Purely because Monsters University was one of the first big campaigns that was right. on while I was in the Disney store and I'll have really fond memories of it because mm-hmm. of that. Okay. But yeah. Okay. But maybe we'll get Kate to do one of these lists and we'll add you to... <laughs> add me to the Excel sheet. We'll add you to the spreadsheet. But anyways, going back. Um, I also would give Rid a 4. I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Can we talk about the thing that we both hated though? The short before it. I hated it. We... Like, part of why I adore going to a Pixar movie is because of the short ahead of it. There's not a single Pixar short that I don't absolutely love. And we got this fucking piece of shit Simpsons thing.
1: It was... Like, I like I know you're not too fond of the Simpsons thing, but I still love The Simpsons, right? So this is coming from someone who still loves The Simpsons. This short was crap. I hated it. Every second of it. Like, me. there was no talking in it because obviously it's cheaper to have a short without having to pay voice actors so okay whatever but both marge and homer were in it and i didn't say a word and it was just it. so bad it, and it was so creepy it wasn't funny it didn't feel like the simpsons
0: it was creepy like stop assuming the little babies should date like ugh, i hated it
1: the only bit i liked was when they were on the train and the train just leave background <laughs> that,
0: <was quite> <laughs> that was quite funny
1: <laughs> But, like, apart from that, like, it was just crap. I hated it. What a waste of animator's time. Yeah. Like, okay, from a Disney perspective, it's the first movie they've put out that they can put this in front of. Yeah. And they're like, fuck it. Like, Simpsons is so huge. We have to inaugurate it into the Disneyverse somehow. I guess it was made sense for them, but I can't believe it was so crap. I hated like, it. Like, I would have thought they would have put something... Like if they were gonna do a Simpson short, yeah. that they I don't know, like when they made that little video where they took the piss out of themselves, so good, like that so was much hilarious. Better. Do you know what I mean? I thought they would have just put in a bit more effort. Then let's give Maggie a
0: boyfriend. I hated it. I Hated every bad. second of it. I didn't like it. I would give that zero out of ten.
1: Minus one.
0: Hate it. So that's everything for the news. Good grief. Yes. <laughs> pretty much everything, isn't it? Except for one thing. You know what today is? Today is
1: Tuesday. You know what that means. <laughs> Yes, yes. It's special guest Tuesday times four! We missed a moment's <laughs> We did. It. We did. So, in reverse order from four weeks ago, we had Horace and Carabelle Yes. Then we had Kloppen
0: who was on Mardi Gras so he was on theme who, which I appreciate I'm glad you
1: put his name down there because I did not know his name uh, for ages I was like who is this then we had Mrs. Incredible just by herself chilling solo and then today we had Max and Goofy which we'd complain about but only for the fact that coronavirus hit and they've had a big character shake up I'm actually going to let them away with it
0: yeah and it, I mean it's rare that you get to see Max in his like regular outfit so yeah I'll... he's
1: always got the themed yeah and you know what Max and Goofy together are a grand old time and Goofy had a
0: little quick change before he came. You know,
1: that little <laughs> turn around.
0: It's all good, it's all good. One thing we did want to mention, so if you follow us on Instagram you've probably seen us talking about it to the nth degree, but we're having like little Disney pal drinks if any of you want to come along. It's going to be on April 3rd at 7pm in Synod's Bar which is just off Grafton Street. If you want any more details or to let us know or that you're going to go or whatever it might be, drop us over a DM on Instagram at Mickey Waffles Pod and we hope to see you there.
1: So to end off the show today, thanks for sticking with us for so long guys. I mean, well, you missed four weeks of us so I suppose this isn't actually that bad. We asked you guys to send us a couple of questions on Instagram. Uh, just to get back into the swing of saying hi, because we actually got a couple of new followers over the past couple of weeks. Oh, hey. Due to the fact that we've been non-existent on podcasts, we've been trying our best to be all on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to s- remind people that we're still alive. So to start with, we have Disney loving Emma, Emma, who asked us our favorite female characters from the classics.
0: So I put up the question post on International Women's Day. So yes. this was in relation to International that. Women's Day. But it also goes back to something that we did on Wednesday. So the past few weeks we've done hashtag Mickey Waffles Wednesday. Get involved. Where we ask you a question. It could be a question that you want just to answer. Or it could be like what we did last week. Where we had everybody pick their four favourite female characters. And then we shared everybody's answers. It was, a real, it was a real varied bundle for the most part.
1: Yeah. Rapunzel was there a lot.
0: Yeah. Belle was the top one. Mm-hmm. And then it was Rapunzel. And then Mary, Moana and Merida.
1: Mary and
0: who? Mary, Moana and Merida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so who are your favorite characters from the classics? What are we What are we counting as classics? Are we talking like older Disney movies? In well, it has to be the classic classic, like the fifth, like the numbered classics.
1: Because okay. Rapunzel's not on my list, then my one will not be here. Okay, Rapunzel, because I'm a basic white bitch. Apparently, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, at the
1: shoe. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Obviously, fe- female. What? No. Obviously, Rapunzel is. At the very height of my list oh but now i'm thinking like oh maybe not classics because you know who i really support who and she's not in the classics is um the mom from emperor's new groove oh okay Patcha's wife all right she was the first ever pregnant character in a disney movie oh wow and there was no need for her to be pregnant like what she was pregnant. it didn't add anything to the story like yeah. she had her baby by the end of the movie but man that woman just she's like go pacha go like save our house Okay. Yeah, she's a strong woman. Mm-hmm. I That's not a classic, but sorry, I broke the rules there. Um,
0: is Emperor's New Groove
1: not a classic? No, I don't think so. I um, feel like it is. Let me check. You yeah, tell me yours.
0: I'll, I'll come back. Okay. Um... See, I don't really know necessarily where to go with this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Maleficent because she's like a classic, classic. Like that's from way back in the day. Um, I think she is fantastic. I'm in no way, shape, or form referring to live action Maleficent. We won't go down that path again. But yeah, Maleficent, she's great. OG, fab Disney villain. Um, is evil just for the sake of being evil? Crashes in on christenings. Happy days. Love her. Um, I'm also gonna pick. Ooh, who else should I pick? I'm gonna pick Tiana. Oh, Tiana's a good. One. I love Tiana. I think Tiana's I think she's a great role model she's a hard worker she worked for what she wanted she wasn't just handed everything like lottie in her movie and yeah i'm gonna go with maleficent and tiana
1: and group is a classic there you go He's post-renaissance film number three released in 2000
0: there you go yeah. Mm-hmm. fab if you want to see the other four that we picked sorry kate has her hand up
1: meet the robinsons is also a classic so i'm gonna to go to the man from that movie as well oh
0: okay the man from that movie is fantastic all right she is a proper like i'm gonna keep this family check all the mummies. yep um if sorry you, <laughs> if you want to see the other four that we picked the last time we went through it because i think only one of mine was from one of the classics megara the rest weren't, and I even had a park pick. And I was the only person that picked a park character, which made me a little sad. But that's on the highlights on our Instagram page under Mickey Buff Wednesday.
1: Indeed, next question.
0: Yeah. So, next question is from Chris, which is Chris.VD hoon And he asked us a very simple question show yourself or into the unknown. Such a hard question for me because I love
1: this whole soundtrack.
0: I'm just going into the unknown because I only watched Frozen the one time. I haven't listened to the soundtrack because I don't care to, and the odd time I'll start singing into the unknown. So I'm gonna go with that.
1: I quite like Show Yourself because Show Yourself is where Elsa is having a sing song with her mom. Yeah. And it's quite cute, mm-hmm. and it's also a bit where she goes ah, and she like sings out into the world. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Show Yourself. Okay. Fab. Thanks for that question. Real spit divide there, Chris. Thanks so much. <laughs> Samantha. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's the funniest point. Samantha. I'll see if I can find it. So Samantha, uh, castle. Wow, I did that quite quickly. Well done. Asked us what our thoughts of the Frozen season are. They're, it's shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't think it's worth it. It's
1: really crap. Um, if any of you are YouTube watchers, Adam um, Hatton has just released his first vlog from when he went to Disneyland Paris with Gary. Mm. And they saw... The Frozen Parade. And you can see how excited they are before it happens. Because he is a Frozen stan. And then you can see... They talk about it afterwards. Yeah. And he's like, would I come to the Lambharsh just for the parade? No. Because, to be honest, it's quite disappointing. You don't even get to meet Anna and Elsa. It's a really piss poor take on a season when you look at what they've done with all the seasons. Yeah.
0: That's my two cents on it. I agree. I, I don't think it's worth it. If I was a family and I booked an entire trip because of the frozen season i'd be pissed
1: i would be very annoyed because i we've talked about it before but just a recap because you've not been here for a while like it was marketed as a huge thing and they're oh, like yeah. frozen 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 but like all the good stuff is stuff that they that's there anyway yeah so i do think that the olaf meet and greet and the show and animation celebration are good yeah but they're there when frozen celebrations not on like during the season of superheroes it's going to happen and down at Christmas and everything you're still going to be able to see these things Yeah, and it's not going to be frozen, uh, frozen season. So yeah that's it. I really do think that Anna and Elsa need a meet and greet to make this season anywhere near worth it.
0: Yeah I agree. And then the last one is from Jessie R Doyle and she has asked what do we think Disney should do regarding COVID-19?
1: That's a really
0: heavy Yeah."
1: I am a sign language interpreter. I am only 20. Um, I am not trained for this.
0: My take on it is I think what they are doing at the minute is probably the best course of action that they can take. The parks that were in severely affected areas have been shut and have been deep cleaned and everything like that. And they are trialing reopening them as it has kind of contained itself a little bit over in those areas. I think as for Disneyland Paris, I think the steps that they have taken in removing face characters and trying to limit the amount of people being stuck in really contained areas altogether. Yes, the obvious kind of thing could be for them to just shut the park, but at the end of the day, Disney's a business and that would massively affect them overall. So they're realistically, for Land, World and Paris, they're not going to do that unless they absolutely have to. Yeah. However, what I would... I think what I would like to see is if the Disney parks took the same approach as the Disney Cruise Line and if for families that are travelling they potentially have somebody that is more susceptible to it that is older, that has pre-existing health conditions and is more susceptible to COVID-19 being detrimental to their health I think they should adopt what Disney Cruise Line is doing that you can cancel up to a certain point maybe not 24 hours yeah, maybe that's a week. but yeah, if you can cancel a week before you go you still have your amount of money they're not issuing refunds that amount of money is there for you to book within the next 12 months I think that would be a better I think that would be better guest service than what's happening now because at the minute I don't think they're doing anything to help people change their times or anything like that as far as I've seen online I, I can't speak for exacts on that but that's what I would like to see them doing is offering that option for people But I think from my standpoint, I think they're doing everything they can.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Personally, I would like personally, just from a personal perspective, I'm just like, shut it down. Just because you can't have cases where people aren't together. But also I 100% see where they come from from a business. And also the French government came out and said that they hadn't issued like a ban on Disneyland Paris because it's not a confined space. Like Disneyland Paris is so open That people aren't shoved into a thousand people being really close together. So yeah, like ideally you just want them to close because you can't have community spread where there is no community. But also Paris and France hasn't gotten to that pandemic stage yet where they do have to have a full shutdown. So I mean, I guess they are just doing the best that they can. I do also agree that they should be... Like I do think their nature of goodwill should come out a bit more here. Yeah. Like they should be looking at it from the guest perspective a bit more that there is a virus globally spreading that we don't know everything about and some people just want to protect their family and Disney are like well we've not actually cancelled anything so fuck you yeah which is what's currently happening so I would like them to show a bit more compassion but it might take a couple of weeks for that to happen
0: yeah I agree but yeah that's about it yeah in fairness, there's a reason why Bob Chapek and the likes get paid so much money, because it's their problem to figure it out. Yep. Not ours. Good old Bob Chapek.
1: I'd say he's delighted, that he's become CEO.
0: What a time. <laughs> Month
1: of coronavirus. There we go.
0: <laughs> what a time to take over. But anyways, I think that's everything for this week. Man, this was a long episode, but it's nice being back. Yeah, it is. I've enjoyed it. I
1: had so much to say about Magic App.
0: I just wanted to get it out into the world. Oh my God. Such a good, such a good parade. Go watch it. Oh, I actually want to watch it now. But yeah, check us out on Instagram at Waffles Pod. We are right back to regularly posting on there. So go give us a follow. We love meeting new Disney pals. And if you do want to come to the meetup on the 3rd of April, there is information about that up on our Instagram highlights as well.
1: Yeah. I think that's pretty much everything. Just to finally say, wash your hands. Wash your hands.
0: Wash your hands and sing Let It Go.
1: Oh yeah. Fantastic. (laughs) That's your takeaway bite from the day, ladies and
0: gentlemen. (laughs) And on that note, we shall bid you adieu. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.